The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 3,494. Into the Abyss is the name of the next part of the story of Star Wars Squadrons, and it features a very momentous moment in the game. This is the first time that Lyndon Javes and Teresa Carell have faced each other on the battlefield, have shared a battlefield since the time that Lyndon Javes defected to the then-rebellion four years prior. Punch it. Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So yesterday we talked about Signal to Noise, which included the information on part one and part two of Lyndon Javes' attempt to bait Teresa Carell into a trap. And now this new mission into the abyss is part three of three, <laughs> at least it's intended to be, of that whole situation. Now, in the previous mission, or at least just before it, Lyndon Javes tells your pilot character that he's not ready to tell you all the details of what he's up to just yet. Well, now that you've destroyed that listening post that we were talking about yesterday, now he's ready to share all the details. It turns out, very excitingly, that that Starhawk is ready to go and well ahead of schedule. This new prototype is ready for its maiden voyage. And there's a conversation with Harrison Dula where she says that she has been training people for months on this thing and she's personally handpicked them. So it's a really good sign. Not only that, the Empire doesn't know it's ready yet. The Empire thinks that it is still being built. So in the briefing, you find out that the message Lyndon Jave sent out that he fully intended to be heard by the Empire said that the Vanguard Squadron would be defending a convoy filled with magnite crystals and that these crystals were essential to the development of Project Starhawk. This is actually a lie, and it turns out that this convoy, like there is actually going to be a convoy, and Vanguard Squadron is going to defend it, but the convoy is droid piloted, and the ships are empty. It's just meant to you know, make it look like what they said it was going to be. So that way, Teresa Carell will take the Imperial Star Destroyer Overseer into the Xavian Abyss. This is where we're going, and this is also the first time the Xavian Abyss has been mentioned. It's in the expansion region of the galaxy. So this is the place where the confrontation is going to happen. The Starhawk is going to lay in wait where um, the ISD Overseer is going to come after the convoy and vanguard squadron and somehow they are going to disable the overseer and capture the crew and Teresa Carell. That is the plan at least and in this particular case it does not go as planned. It was actually really interesting earlier in the game when you had one of the Empire missions and that Captain Amos guy jumped in and totally messed up your mission parameters and so you had to adjust on the fly. It doesn't exactly work that same way in this particular one but in the sense that the mission doesn't end the way that 
you were told it was going to or what the objective was. And that's the same thing that happens here. And I do think that's a kind of cool thing to introduce into the game. Now, one of the things I've mentioned multiple times on the show that as we've gone through this is that the conversations that you get to have with various characters is just as interesting as what happens in the game itself. This time you get to have an extended conversation with Ardo, the fleet intelligence officer, who is a Mon Calamari. He talks about how Lyndon Javes is you know, having trouble seeing the big picture until Teresa Carell has been taken out of it and that you know we kind of have to deal with this and then Lyndon can finally get his head back in the game the way he's supposed to. And he also talks about his patience when he was on Moncala during the occupation by the Empire that he learned to be able to just you know listen and be quiet and you know be you know bartender uh, you know janitor do whatever and just overhear stuff and be able to report it and he is very happy playing a long game on things so you know that was also a cool conversation. So then you go into the mission and the mission brings you into the Xavian Abyss. One of the things you have to do is blast a bunch of asteroids out of the way so the convoy can travel through safely. And you find out that Teresa Carell has taken the bait. She shows up, sends TIE fighters to scan the convoy. You're supposed to try to shoot the TIE fighters down before they can do that. They are not sure, Vanguard Squadron is, whether the TIEs were able to scan the convoy successfully or not. Then the ISC overseer ends up coming in, basically, so you get the idea that, yep, they apparently were successful, or if they weren't successful, that you know, they, they took the bait anyway, and so it all worked out. And so as you go through the Xavian Abyss, shooting asteroids and fighting TIE fighters and trying not to get shot down by the ISD overseer, you're drawing it further in toward a bottleneck place where the... Starhawk is lying in wait. Once the ISD gets close enough, you have to you know, wait for a little bit longer for the Starhawk to power up a giant tractor beam, which it does, of course, and it grabs hold of the Overseer and starts whipping it around, basically, it crashes into a bunch of asteroids. Teresa Carell, for her part, is like, we gotta get out of here, just set coordinates for a hyperspace jump, let's just blow out of here. And she's able to do it, actually. I didn't necessarily know that you could break a tractor beam hold with a jump to hyperspace and still actually survive it and you know, maybe not also destroy their ship too. So that would be interesting to dig back in and research just what happens when a ship that's in a tractor beam jumps to hyperspace. Maybe the fact that it was a Star Destroyer like that big, it would be able to handle it a lot more readily than a smaller ship would be able to do. For Vanguard Squadron's reaction, like Frisk thinks that they just made a panic jump and that they're done for because who knows what's gonna happen in a panic jump. They'll bounce too close to a supernova. <laughs> or fly through, you know, a meteor shower as Han Solo liked to tell Luke or, you know, words to that effect. But, you know, of course that's not how it's going to go. One thing you do hear, though, over the comm system is that the Lobot-looking guy that's working for the Empire, LT-514, announces to Teresa Carell that the scan of the convoy was successful and that they have the sector and system of the Starhawk location. That's what they were looking for, and so that's all the more reason for them to get out of there, especially when the Starhawk starts grabbing onto them with the tractor beam. Now, again, I have not looked ahead into the story, so I don't know where this is going. I suspect that they're going to end up at the Nadiri dockyards and causing all sorts of chaos, and I'm thinking to myself, oh man, I hope that... <laughs> 
<laughs> Lyndon James and company were not so silly as to leave the convoy programmed with those details because that seems like a pretty obvious miss, but yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be the case that they left it in there and that's going to lead the Empire to the dockyards. Uh, oh well. So yeah, we'll find out what happens, but the story is going to pivot to the Empire and Teresa Carell and what happens when they jump away from the Xavian Abyss in the next aspect of the story. And we'll get to that on tomorrow's episode. But for now, that's going to do it for today's. And if you have enjoyed these story recaps, if you enjoy what I'm doing here with the podcast, I hope you'll consider liking and subscribing and following and doing all that fun stuff on your favorite app. I hope you consider leaving a rating or review, and I hope you'll also consider sharing the podcast with other Star Wars fans that you know in real life and on social media. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.